Welcome to Dynamics Corner. This is Chris. And this is Brad. Welcome to this episode. This episode was recorded on September 15th, 2022. Chris, 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 it seems like I spend too much time with you these days. <laughs> that's, uh, maybe that's an understatement now, considering I, I would s- we're doing a lot of these podcasts. I would stuff. say that I spend as much time with you as I do in Business Central, but that is impossible. I don't think I spend time <laughs> doing anything more than with Business Central. And even more so recently with all of this power platform stuff that's blowing my mind. Yeah, man. You know, um, so you, I know we talked about that in our podcast in the past about power platform and, and there's some training sessions that's happening that I'm on just so I can get a little bit more information. Um, some of the tools that you, that they talk about like power automate and stuff like that I've, I've used, but there's a lot more to that, right? Like power BI is what kind of falls under that power platform, but there's power portals or pages, then, um, all the other power apps, canvas apps. I mean, there's so many, man. <laughs> I'm like super excited. It's a whole new world. It is. There's there. something for everyone every day to get excited about. Yeah, exactly. Especially this quick tips. It is Friday. And uh, quick tips under 30. So we're going to do... It's not really Friday, Chris. You can't do that because I just said when we recorded this. <laughs> you may release it on Friday, <laughs> but true. you have to remember these, are rec- you are these recordings yeah. are timeless. So <laughs> why say the yes. day? I mean, it may be September 15th, That's 2022 true. on a Friday someday, but... <laughs> that, that is true. No, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So uh, yeah, so let's let's get started on the uh, well, you know, o- October is coming around the corner, so you have twenty twenty two release wave two, and I think it is a good opportunity to discuss about something simple that a lot of people should be aware. Now, if it's your First time working in Dynamics, specifically Dynamics Business Central. If you've been around, like, like, like Brad has been around for a long time, right? He's a dinosaur. There's never a way for you to search for lines, like posted lines or non-posted lines, right? So this was recently released, right, or coming up to a release here in October, and I I posted this on LinkedIn as well, and I put a a quote. The two most powerful warriors are patience and time by Leo Tolstoy. And I mentioned that a lot of us, you know, users of NAV and in, in, in moving into Business Central, we never had that opportunity to be able to just see a list of all the uh, line items or the lines, shipment lines, invoice lines, uh, order lines and things like that. But if you were a developer, you didn't really have the patience and time. You would just created the page against those table and you'd be done with it. But now it's standard. It's standard. I can't now. say <laughs> that I ever created a page to see the lines. And I do think way back in the day, they had a page or a form in NAV form. 2009 Classic that allowed you to see all of the lines on the open orders. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, that's true. And, and, and kind of taken away. So it is there here now. I wanted to point that out how good this is because now it's, you know, doable. so what you have, so, you, so what you're showing me now is you have Business Central 2022 Wave 2 open. And then now you're in the Tell Me search, which is up in the yes. app bar, the magnifying glass. And what are you typing in there? I can't see. My screen is so small today that <laughs> I feel like I'm reading. I don't even know those, what I'm reading. Those dinosaur eyes, man. You need like a big old screen. You got to enlarge you know, your you're using, screen. You're now. using the tell me. I'm going to pull out a magnifying glass like the tell me. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm using a tell me to search for posted line. Um, you know, you could certainly search for the entire thing, but posted line should give me the enough information to give me a list. So when you're searching for posted line, you are going to be presented with um, three categories, right? Pages and tasks, reports and analysis, and documentation, actually four. The fourth one would be app source. But what we're looking for and focusing right now is the, go, uh, the reports and analysis. So I'm going to go ahead and just show all. So in the reports and, and analysis, it showed you a, a mm -hmm. few entries, but you knew there were more. And it also said show more. And it gave you 13 because there were 13 entries that matched the posted line phrase that you typed. And now you yes. can also see show less in the right hand side of the section, which will bring you back to the three. Yep. Great. Yep. Ex exactly. In and one of the things you could do too in, in any in any reports or or maybe pages is that you could bookmark these too. So if you are working or maybe you live off of the uh, invoice lines or shipment lines or um, uh, credit memo lines, you can drill into them first and do all your per, um, filters and and then bookmark them if you'd like. So I drilled into the posted sales invoice line. I can so now see on the all. Link. To drill into it. Yes, I click on the link. Yes. And now I could see all of the posted sales invoice lines. Of course, it shows up all of them from the beginning of time uh, of your business central. And you can then start searching for it without having to maybe run a report or separate report to give you that list or external report to give you that list. You can all do this now directly from business central. A lot of times in the past is that you know users want to see all the lines so they can do some analysis right how many how many uh, particular item that you may uh, have been invoice uh, to be able to see the line amount and all that stuff now you could see this and of course item ledger entries but it's easier for users to just stick to the posted sales invoice lines rather than going into the well, item Well, I can see you entries. doing a number of things with that. You could filter for a particular item, see all the invoices, see the pricing in mm -hmm. a different view than the item ledger entry. Right. Right. Oop, I didn't mean to exit out of that one, so let me go back to the posted lines. But you lines. can also see all of the invoice lines as well as... You know, you could do items, resources, GL accounts, any of the other lines. It's not item only, correct? It, it, right, exactly. Um, and then also you can export this, share this to Teams, right? You can edit in Excel if you have that option. Uh, this is helpful for, for example, if you want to see sales lines, right? Um, if you have sales orders that are still open, you may want to analyze that and see all of the 
documents, uh, all of the invoice, all of the order, um, and, and be able to see all the items that are still outstanding. Right, so you can have some of that visibility here. So you can see quantity, locations, all in one view, outstanding quantity. So a lot of that analysis view that you can do so and then be able to share it, export it to Excel and do whatever you like. That is fabulous. So a new feature for Business Central 2022 Wave 2 is the ability to search for, or excuse me, the ability to see all of the lines for a posted or open sales or purchase documents in other documents, yes. correct? In other documents. Yep, exactly. So that's wonderful. Uh, now that will be general availability uh, 2022 release wave two in October in 2022. So, all right. So the next thing I want to cover. We're going to say it's Friday um, then too. <laughs> it's Friday, October 20, October 2022, sometime Friday in October, it'll be released. I, when is the official date for that? It's just the 1st of October? I don't think they have the date. I haven't Monday? seen the date yet. I think they <laughs> put it out when they're ready. Whenever they feel like. Oh, well, they could push it out and depending on the which server or data center you're, you're on, I think they do it on a wave, pun intended. <laughs> All right. So... The second thing I would talk about, we talked about, you know, we just mentioned about Power Automate, right? Power Automate requires you to have a little bit of knowledge. There are some templates out there that you can utilize. We'll talk about that in the future, future quick tips. But one of the things that's been around in Business Central is the built-in workflow approval, right? So I enjoy using those. A lot of people don't, but I've also enjoyed customizing them because you can easily make your own workflows with code by uh, um, listening and yeah. subscribing to the events. It's actually pretty nice. It is. It, and I do feel that it's not utilized as much as it should have been. Um, and at least in my experience that it wasn't utilized as much, but there are plenty of you know, capabilities, it's not just approvals. You can use it for other logic things, which is what I'm gonna to cover today, right? So what I'm gonna do right now is kind of show you what's out there, what what's available in the built-in workflow. So I'm gonna click that tell me box or tell me search and I'm gonna search for workflow and it's gonna return um, all the information you need in, in regards of the workflow. So you get the workflows, templates, categories, user groups, and things like that. So what we're going to do is I'm going to look at templates for a second. So again, you, you clicked see all on the, the search or the magnifying mm -hmm. glass, which is to tell me and typed in workflow. And now you're opening from the list that is presented the workflow templates. Yes. See, there's plenty of workflow templates that you can um, you can start from. Right. Uh, most of them are approval workflows. If you notice, and if you're looking at, through this list, a lot of them are approvals. Now, a lot of times, at least for me, when I first got introduced to workflow, I'm like, oh, okay, these are just meant for approvals. Well, you can actually do more than that. Right. I came across a need in the past where somebody had asked me, hey, I want to 
prevent pe- people from entering maybe zero dollars in the purchase order or purchase line because you know we don't want people to order stuff that have zero dollars of unit price. Well, I wouldn't mind paying zero dollars for something. I think selling something for zero dollars would be a little more hurtful. Yes, yeah, you could do that too. Um, either direction. So we could, what we could do is showcase the. Uh, preventing people from entering zero dollars on the unit price, right? So looking at this list, you're not going to see that right here, but you can create one from scratch, right? So uh, instead of creating new workflow from template, what I'm going to do is go back to tell me, search for workflow and search workflows. So you selected workflows lists and then it brings up the workflows page yes. that has yep. workflows listed already. Yes. Yeah. So there's a few workflows listed. If you've enabled or built one from scratch, you know, directly from the list of templates, or maybe you have Power Automate as a source of your template or temp, uh, source of your workflow. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to create one from scratch. So under the new workflow from template, there's a drop down there. You can get a little bit more option one is copy workflow and then of course the third one is new so i'm going to create new from scratch so the scenario is is that you have somebody coming to you and say hey i want to prevent people from creating a sales order adding a sales line and having unit price of zero i need that validated i want to prevent that right so i'm going to go ahead and click new okay and i'm going to go ahead and um give it a name sales Order unit price, whatever the code is. I can say description. So the code event. is just a unique identifier for your template. Yeah. And then you're typing in, yep. then you can type in a description to describe it for a person. Yes. So prevent user from entering sales line with zero unit price. And I got to choose a category. In this case, it's going to be against sales document because it's a sales order. Okay, I'm not going to enable it yet. I still have to create my events, my workflow steps. So event, if you um, hover, you know, the tooltip, what, what does it mean? Um, you know, specifies the workflow event that triggers the related workflow response. So when do you want that to happen, right? So what I want is... Um, is the ability to stop it or trigger this when a sales document is released. So you're in the workflow event, you click the ellipse in the field and it brings up a list of workflow events that you can subscribe yes. to or listen to or actions, I guess you yeah, call them. Yeah, listen to or uh, yeah. I don't really know how we would want to classify that <laughs> word, but that's okay. Listen to or whenever it gets triggered at any point in time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to trigger this when a sales document is released. So I'm going to go ahead and just choose this. So a sales document is released and hit OK. Okay, so they can enter all this stuff. And then if, you know, especially if they have multiple line items and and so forth, and as soon as they hit the release, uh, um, have check, you know, have it check that field. So the condition, of course, you want to set the condition. Uh, Not always, you want to set that parameter. So the requirement was you want to prevent, uh, only trigger this workflow if the unit price is $0, right? 
So you have the header component, which is not what I need. So I'm going to leave that alone. And then there's also a sales line component, which is our filter in this case, which is where I want to be, right? Uh, I'm going to leave the type as blank because they could be a GL account. It could be an item. It could be resource, fixed ad. I'm going to leave it as blank. It means anything on that line that has a unit cost, in this case, unit price. So you're, you can add the new field unit price to the list or add a field that doesn't exist because when you pull up the event conditions, it will have the default values. Right. Perfect. Right. So unit price is zero. And that's it. So this here is the condition is that as soon as a sales document is released that triggers this workflow, if the unit price, if any of the sales line has a unit price of zero, then this condition is true. Okay. And I'm going to hit OK. But you could also put in multiple filters. So if you wanted to be a certain type for example, of an item and a resource and a GL account and allow other types right. of lines. And you can also do it for multiple fields. So if we wanted to say, yep. pick a GL account or pick an item that had you know, a zero and while allowing others to have it, you could do that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you could have multiple yep, filters. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. You can add, uh, have additional filters if you like. So once the condition is met, that you do have a line that has zero unit price, how do you want it to respond? Well, there's different ways, right? It really depends how you want to handle that. So first response may be um, you want to have a message, you know, saying, hey, you know, one of your lines have a zero um, unit price. So what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to show a message. It's going to be here. So I'm going to click show message. Okay. And it's going to ask you what message you want. So this option kind of came up here down below under options for selected response. So if I go ahead and just delete that for a second. So you see that right now there's no additional option here until you choose that because that's required. So I'm going to click show message. And then it gave me this option and he said, what kind of message? I can just put whatever message here. You know, it said, don't sell anything at zero dollars. So you're putting in your workflow response. The first thing you're doing is you selected a response that said, or listed, or read. How do you even say that? When you see something yeah. on the screen, <laughs> does it say it to you? Does it read it to you? Did you read it? You know, I hear people say so many different things. But yeah. then the message <laughs> is what you would like to be presented. So it says, do not sell anything is what you typed in for $0. And yeah. then you clicked OK. So, Got it. Do not. Yeah, and it hit, it hit OK, right? Um, and, and that could be enough. It just be an information. But what happens is that if, okay, let's try this out. So let's say, for example, I'm going to go ahead and enable this, right? And I'm going to back out. And let's open up a sales order. So now you're doing a search for a sales order, or you can select it from yep. your menu if it's available in your app bar. Yes, and search for sales order and see your sales order list. And from here, I'm gonna what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take take one of these existing orders, 
And let's see, I'm gonna take some of these items at zero dollars. Okay, come up blank. So I'm gonna go ahead and try to release this. It did. Look at that. It showed up a message. We see a message on Did the not screen. Not sell anything that matches zero dollars. That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Now we're not done yet, right? I hit OK and it still released my order, right? So you don't want that. You may want to say, hey, you know what? I don't want it to be released. I want to prevent it from being released. So what I'm going to do is go back to my workflow. So we could have used so a message to just to alert the user, hey, you have a zero priced item on here, you know, and they could review it if they wanted to or they could keep it released if they were fine with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, if that's if it's just a message you need and people are actually clicking it, right? And 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 that's enough, that's perfect. Let's say if it's not enough, you want to be able to say, look, I want an order. You cannot release an order at all if it's zero. Right? So what I'm going to do is go back to my workflow. I'm going to add one more um, requirement here. So I'm going to go back to my workflow. I'm going to check my sales order unit price, which, my con which is my custom one. Turn it off first. You got to disable it before you do anything. Drill down to my response my workflow response and add one more response. So it's gonna give me an option to drill down into these three dots. Okay. And you notice that I don't have anything here that says reopen, right? Reopen. Like how do I do that? How do, do I take the sales order and reopen it? Well, you can add additional workflow response to this particular requirement. So I'm going to show you a little trick. So I'm going to go back out, cancel, and I'm going to search for workflows and show all. There is a, there is an admin component here called workflow event response combinations. Okay. So I'm going to do is click into this one, this uh, information, and you're going to see this big old matrix. I'm going to expand this a little bit more so you can see. All right. So my event, which we talked about, was a sales document is released. And then the very top, the columns is going to tell me what options do I have on those responses. Right. So these are my responses at the top. So if I narrow down to my sales document is released, right now, if I scroll over, so I may have to... Scroll to my oh next page. I gotta go next page. I forgot there's no scroll. What I'm gonna do is search for an option to reopen the document. So I'm gonna go click next set. And I'm still here. You see all the way to my right, it says reopen the document is unchecked. So what I have to do is check this box so that it gives me an option to to be an option for my response against this event. Got it. So now I've checked so that box. So now you can use the reopen document resp yes. event response with the sales document being released. That's correct. Yes, that is correct. So I wonder how other many people here. know about this. That's interesting. No, nah, <laughs> there, there isn't. A, so a lot I, of people you know, to found... be able to administer the event responses. Yeah. And what's, what's crazy is that some of these requests they're asking developers to do this. And it's like, well, you could do this yourself, right? So now I have that option. I'm back to my workflow. 
went to my custom workflow, sales order unit price, and I'm going to go back to my response and add more responses. So you opened up your response, you on, clicked the add more response link. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to drill down into that three dots, choose a value for response. And look at that. I have now an option, reopen the document. So I'm going to add that as my response. And we can go and test it out. So meaning it's going to go through these events, it's going to meet the condition, it's going to run this workflow, it's going to say, hey, it's going to show that message, do not sell anything at zero dollars. And then it's going to take the sales order back to uh, re uh, open status. It does not, it will prevent it from being released. So I'm going to hit OK. Okay, I'm going to enable uh, the sales order unit price. And again, keep in mind, you cannot make changes to your workflow until you disable it. So I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and just re-enable. Go back to my sales order. I'm just hitting back button. Uh, you can also search back and go back to your list and choose a sales order. Now I'm back to my line where I have zero dollars. And I'm going to go ahead and go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and release the sales order. Click release. It says do not sell anything at zero dollars. I'm going to hit OK. And you notice my status hasn't changed. It prevented me from releasing it. So a user can go ahead and continue to try to release this thing. It's going to prevent them from doing so until they put a value that is not zero dollars on the unit price field. So I click a dollar, right? And look at that. My workflow, it says, hey, it's no longer true based on that condition. I am now able to release this sales order. So it required zero developer development to make a field requirement a required based on your filters and parameters. So you know you don't really need a developer to do some of these stuff. Now, remember, a lot of these fields are available on the workflow. So whether you do that as a quantity, maybe you don't want people to use a certain unit of measure, you want to prevent all of that, you can do that all within workflow without a developer um, at all. That is great. So, System administration. I appreciate tips. those tips today, Chris. Yes, uh, it's all under 30 minutes. There you go. <laughs> My day is All complete right. now. I spent less than 30 minutes with you and I'm off to do something else. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate it, uh, Brad, for your time. I appreciate for, you know, for us to be able to do this uh, quick tips with you and along with our listeners and viewers. And you know, if you're watching this at YouTube, go ahead and uh, listen to our podcast. We talk about other features and all the uh, um, cool things. We interview a lot of great amazing people that are in this space as well. And follow us. There's a link below to our bio that takes you all to our social media platforms, whether that's Twitter, our website, uh, areas that we're um, involved in, the community, and so forth. So, Okay. Thank you very much, Chris. All right. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, everybody. And take ciao, care. Ciao.